0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com Podcast Network.
1: Hey, Dolphins, this is Michael Fink with the FinFans Podcast. Each week we come to you and bring you our opinions on what's going on within the Dolphins organization. During the season, you'll hear two shows each week where we review and preview each game. We shoot straight from the hip and have fun in doing so. We'd like to thank both the Dolphins Talk Network and the Pigskin Podcast Network for their support. Uh, make sure to check them out. Please leave us a review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you may listen to your podcasts. Please make sure to follow the show. That way you'll know when a new one comes out. It's truly appreciated. All right, let's uh, kick off today's show. Hey, guys, we're back another week. Uh, this week, I'm here with Louis Roni. Hello, Dolphins. And Daniel Reinhardt. What
2: up, Finn fans? How you
1: guys doing this week,
2: Daniel? I'm doing okay. Yeah, I'm doing okay. The week has just gotten started. You know, I took it easy yesterday. I hope everybody had a great Memorial Day. Uh, but today's going so far so good. So far so good.
0: Lewis? Yep. Yep. Nice holiday yesterday. Big barbecue over at uh, my sister's house, and uh, we threw down. Awesome. Yep. Pork butt. Yeah. Yeah, yeah pulled pork i got uh-huh. me a
2: new electric smoker and uh that's nice. the first thing
1: on the menu
0: very good yeah
1: can't can't go wrong with the pork it's it's hard to mess
0: it up yes it was good we enjoyed it it was hard a whole not to enjoy it too yeah yeah. Oh, yeah for sure not enjoying it as much this morning but uh <laughs> last night it was good yeah. anyway yeah so we we thought we'd jump on
1: today and and you know, the over under is eight and a half. And, uh, you know, you look at that number and it looks low. And, uh, why is that? Why is Vegas saying eight and a half? Why is the public money on eight and a half? Um, do you have any thoughts on that, Daniel?
2: Well, my first inclination would be the fact that we have a first time head coach. Uh, and a lot of people don't trust Tua. So those would be the combination of things that I'd be looking at. We have a, a pretty, um, difficult schedule. It's definitely not one of the easiest schedules in the league. So uh, I would be leaning towards those two things being the case, but uh, I'd also be leaning, you know, if I, I'm a homer, so if I was putting some money down, um, I'd be leaning the over.
1: Yeah, you know, they, uh, they put the number out, and, and you know, we, we made the offense better. We got Tyree Kill, and uh, him and Waddle should certainly help to open up the offense. Uh, you know, you've got Kosicki, who who is a threat over the middle. So, you know, you got to figure that this team is going to score more points than they did last year. And interesting to me, the Patriots are also eight and a half uh, wins. So it's interesting to see the comparison because I got to be honest, uh, you know, I got to think we're a better team in New England right now. And I sort of thought we were a better team last year. You know, they made the playoffs, we didn't, but uh, Man for man I thought we were a better team and I still think that. Do you have any thoughts on that, Louis?
0: Yeah, I do, Mike. I mean, I think we are a better team, but I think um our schedule has a lot to do with the uh, you know, that's the obvious thing. I mean, you know, we can look at the you know, the possibilities as Daniel mentioned, you know, in regard to the the first the first t- uh, time head coach and um you know, the two a factor as well. Um but I think the most obvious thing is the schedule. Um, you know, they had us at nine wins last year, and I think that the team's much stronger this year, and we're at eight and a half. So we've kind of taken a step backwards in regard to Vegas's thoughts on our football team. But, you know, when you look at the schedule as a whole, I mean, I had us finishing, you know, at nine and eight, um, you know, 10 and seven possibly. Um, and that's due to the fact, you know, the is extremely tough. Um, so past that, you know, Daniel brought up, you know, the two factors. I think that, you know, the monkey wrench in this whole thing is, is our head coach. I think it's actually going to be a positive and, you know, Vegas and, and fans that aren't familiar with, you know, him or the situation here. I think that, um, you know, they'll underestimate him as a head coach. And I think, uh, you know, I think that's going to be a positive more than a negative. So. After you look at that, and that's my thought on that, um, you know, now you go to the Tua situation. And I think that's the biggest factor in all of this is the fact that people, you know, that have watched him, you know, the experts that have watched him, they just don't trust in him. And, you know, as a Dolphin fan, you know, I got to be honest with you. You know my thoughts. I don't 100% trust him going into this season either. I think he's, you know, he's he's the He's giving
1: you no reason to to this point.
0: Right. Um, you know, he, he's the monkey wrench in all this. If he comes out and he excels, and he's gonna have to, because he's going against uh the elite quarterbacks in the league week in and week out on this schedule, he's gonna have to play to a level that's comparable to theirs. Not to their level, but at least to some extent. Because our defense, you know, is is better than most teams' defenses. So we gain a little ground in football games in that aspect, but um, you know he's going to have to step up, and, and I don't think you know the Vegas or anybody else really trust him at this point. And like you mentioned, there's good reason for that. Well,
1: I think there's another question that neither of you hit on. Um, you, you've got Boyer now fully in charge of that defense. And of course, he was defensive coordinator last year, but there was a lot of talk that Flores intervened and this and that and the other thing. Right. But, uh, you know, so can he hit the ground running with that defense and not take a step back? And, mm-hmm. and that's a question nobody can answer.
2: Right. Like the beginning of last season, was that Boyer? Or was that, or when once we turned the corner, was that because Flores stepped in?
1: Well, George Alexander said it was him. And, you know, there, there was all kinds of... Uh, all kinds of opinions on, on what exactly happened, and uh, I, I really don't know f- for certain what happened or who was calling plays once things got turned around, but uh, some people said it was Flores. Some people said it wasn't. You know, I don't know. So, right. you know, that's, there's a lot of conflicting stories. It's hard to put a finger on exactly what happened.
2: And that's going to be a big, a big factor, and rather we are actually able to get to that 9-win mark, that 10-win mark. Because if anything that our defense has shown over the past two years is that when we do it that way, uh, the way towards the end of last year, then we can be effective.
0: Yeah, the philosophy changed, you know, um, at some point. And I don't know who was responsible for that philo- philosophy. Uh, they were more aggressive as far as, you know, as far as I was concerned. Now, it may have been the teams that they were going up against that that uh they felt that they could be um you know they could be productive in 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 running that type of defense but you know near the end of the season you know the, the good majority of the second half of the season uh they were extremely aggressive and the personnel that they have on the field proved that they can get the job done doing just what they did. I mean, you know, teams You know, teams aren't stupid. You know, after we beat Baltimore that night, um, you know, and how we beat them and the way we we approached them playing defense against that offense, uh, teams knew what we were going to do the rest of the season, and we were still extremely successful the majority of the times. So, you know, again, I talk about this all the time. You know, if you execute the way we executed – whether a team knows what you're going to do or not going to do is irrelevant. I mean, they executed perfectly for the most part. Everybody was in position on the defensive side and they were extremely successful. I mean, their defense was almost dead last the first half of last year. And, um, you know, boy, they turned it on in the second half incredibly. So, You know, who's responsible for it? I don't know, but the personnel's there. You know, I think we've got a rock-solid defense. Um, Not a lot of depth behind the starters, but, you know, I think the defense will get the job done. You know, they've proven over the last couple of years that they're more than capable.
2: Yeah, and the other thing we didn't exactly touch on talking about this is we're in the murderer's row, AFC, So if if you're Vegas and you're looking at which of these teams are going to make the playoffs, they have to set a mark somewhere that says, well, you know, maybe Miami is not that team. And in order to not be that team that makes the playoffs, where is that line, that line of demarcation for the number of wins? You know, it's going to be really difficult to make the playoffs in the AFC. So um, that's another thing you got to look at there.
0: Mm -hmm. Yep, it's going to be competitive. There's
2: no doubt about that.
0: Yeah, the AFC they've got a lot of players that moved over to our conference uh from the NFC. Some really really good players and um you know that's going to factor in as well. Uh the AFC got stronger. There's no question about that. You know, uh, Baltimore is getting guys back. I mean, there, there there's going to be a lot of competition in the AFC, but you know, Cincinnati proved you know, what can happen in one season. Um, The Bengals, you know, went to the Super Bowl last year. Nobody predicted them to do, you know, even make the playoffs, really. And um, look at how far they went. So every year is different. You know, teams you expect to be good, um, you know, fail horribly. And teams that you didn't expect to be very good, wind up uh, having successful seasons. And I think we're like right there on the border, and we talked about the factors that are going to sway us one way or the other in regard to a couple wins one way or a couple losses the other way.
1: Well, Bills are the money favorite to uh, win the Super Bowl this year.
0: The Bills, huh? Yep. Wow. I mean, that's not surprising, you know? No, it's not. Um, You know, you look at them as a whole, they've, they've, they've probably gotten better. Um, we don't know for
1: certain. Oh, Um, Von Miller, you got to think it's going to help their defense, right?
0: Yep. Absolutely. Um, you know, it's Mike, every year is different. You know, you just don't know. I mean, their defense took a step back last year. Yep. And if they take another step back, they're going to have problems. Um, you know, Kansas city went up and down the field on them and there's a lot of good offenses in the AFC. So, you know, they've got, you got to play both sides of the football and, um, you know, you put your offense in a position where they got to constantly score and put that pressure on them. You know, we went through that with Marino for years. Um, in the end, we were never really successful. So Buffalo's going to have to play both sides of the football if they're going to make the Super Bowl.
1: Well, let's hope, let's hope they take a step back this year.
2: <laughs> yep. <laughs> yes, let's hope so. And Not only do they take a step back, but we take a step forward. Yes. So that's what we're looking for. Uh, and just to touch base real quick, you talked about the difference that a season can make for a team like Cincinnati. And, and we're going to get a chance to see the AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals in primetime pretty early in the season. But and that just we have to play the AFC North. So when you're a schedule, uh, when you're you're doing the over unders on these schedules, when you're looking at Miami play in the AFC North, every one of those games is a possibility at a loss. The AFC North is the murderer's row of the entire conference, right? Like a lot of people would say. So um, the
1: AFC West is looking pretty good. The AFC
2: West as well. Yep, absolutely. But that's definitely something that you have to look at. Is we're playing that division, the division of uh, the defending Super Bowl uh, contenders. You know.
0: Yeah, that as you mentioned, Mike, and you know I do agree with you to an extent, Daniel. uh, But that West. I mean San Diego improved incredibly. And Who? O- Oakland. I mean, uh, he doesn't
1: mean San Diego. Los
0: Angeles. Oh. <laughs> my God. Oakland. The chart. Let's just talk about the Chargers. The Raiders <laughs> improved incredibly, and you know the Chiefs are the Chiefs. Um, you know Denver with <laughs> Russell Wilson's going to be better. I think personally, in my opinion, that that West is even stronger than. You know, the Pittsburgh division that the you North. were talking about, mm-hmm. the North. Um, you know, I think they have some question marks in that division. But the West, they're going to they're be tough. I mean, that, I'm glad we're not playing that division this year because they, they're, that'd be some tough games. I know we're playing a few of the teams.
2: I agree. I, the West is just a little more finesse, I think, than the North. The North will punch you in the mouth. Yeah. Uh, the West Different is, philosophies. Yeah. yeah. The West is definitely uh, going to be high-flying. And, and very interesting this year mm-hmm. gratefully we only play the Chargers mm-hmm. yep
1: Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough schedule there's no doubt about it we all know it um, the question is is this team ready to face that kind of competition and actually come away with wins against some of those teams yes and uh you know, you go back a couple of years ago, we, we played the Chiefs really well for most of the game, and then, you know, then it fell apart. You look at our games against Buffalo, you know, there were games that didn't go very well, but...
0: Uh, we played the games, with them for a while. Yeah,
1: that yeah, we hung in there for a while, and, and you know, events happened, and, and we lost the game. But, uh, you know, you've got to be able to compete with those teams and, and be the team that turns the tide in your favor. And that's something they've had difficulty doing. Now, maybe with McDaniel and with uh, Hill uh, and some of the other guys on offense, they they can go ahead and do that. Of course, it's going to hinge on Tua and his ability to make the defense cover the whole field. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, if they're successful doing that, then I think we'll be fine.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the rest of the team... You know, the defensive side has held their own. I mean, the game up in Tennessee last year, I mean, that game became a blowout awfully quick. But, I mean, for three quarters, it was what? It was like a six-point game. And we did nothing, you know, nothing up, you know, through three quarters or whatever. So, we can definitely hang with some of the better teams in the NFL. You know, it's just a matter of putting the team together as a whole. And, um, you know, both, both sides of the football bringing something to the table, you know, and not relying just on one half of your football team to get the job done. If you look at a lot of the wins last year, you know, defense was pretty much responsible for a good majority of, of, of our wins. And um, that's got to change. You know, this coming season, there's, well, you know, Lewis, when's the to.
1: last time we had a Dolphin team that was strong on both offense and
0: defense? <laughs> God, I mean, it, it's it been a long, long, while. long, long while. I mean, a long while.
2: Yeah, I, I don't, I couldn't really tell you off the top of my head. Um, when that time is, but probably w- before you were born. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will say this though, you know, and and I don't know that we've talked about it directly, but we've added some some players on our team that are just very solid veteran leadership as well. Yes. And in addition to the fact that we have veterans on this team that have been a part of the tur- the turnaround that we had last year, right? That know what it takes to win a schedule that Miami's going to face. We added, what, three uh, that I can think of right off the top of my head, Super Bowl champion players on the offensive side. Big ones, right? Tyreek Hill, Teron Armstead, and even Sony Michelle won a Super Bowl last year with the Rams. Right. So these guys come in with, with some veteran leadership. They know what it takes to win. Uh, we've got guys in here that also know McDaniel's system that he's going to be uh, bringing in. So I think that we have everything that it takes to win it's going to be about how fast does the rest of the team catch on and be able to implement uh, exactly what McDaniel's trying to do. Yep. Well, the, the
1: question is, do you think they can turn it around so quickly, you know, in one season? The NBA playoff action is nonstop at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner in the NBA. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the NBA playoffs with DraftKings same-game parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, three points made, total rebounds, and more, and boom, you have a shot at an even bigger payout. Right now, all customers can place a same-game parlay with three or more legs and get a free bet back up to $25 if one leg doesn't hit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet five dollars on any NBA team to win their game and get one hundred and fifty dollars in free bets if they do. That's promo code TPPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details.
0: Mike, yeah. you, know, it, it's not, you know it's not—you know—it's not a situation like it was a few years ago when Flores came in with nothing. I mean, right? You know, McDaniel's coming in here with as daniel just mentioned the group of veterans that are are really good football players placed upon an already solid football team that's been on the you know on the crest of making the playoffs the last two years so it's not a situation where they have to like just revamp the team to 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 any extreme i mean they they need a couple more wins under their belt and they're a playoff team and um you know, I think they're more than capable, and again, I think McDaniel's going to be just fine you know i don't have any doubts about him. I think he's going to be an extremely good coach. he's going to have this team prepared and ready to play um, it's just a matter of these it, it, it's just a matter of these guys going out and getting the job done and them staying away from injuries i mean that's you know that's the obvious the the injury situation um there's not a lot of depth in certain positions we can't afford to lose guys and um You know, as long as we stay somewhat healthy, I think, you know, this team is going to be extremely competitive. You know, I think he's going to have them very much prepared on both sides of the football uh, this coming season. It's just a matter of these guys going out and executing.
1: Where do you think we're the thinnest, Lewis? What's that? Where do you think we're the thinnest, depth wise?
0: Uh, Linebacker, you know, we can start there. You know, I think the secondary has a little bit of depth to an extent. I mean, you lose one of our corners it gets a little shaky there. Um, you know, Igbenogany is, is, is the, big, you know, the big X factor again. You know, the offensive line, you know, you lose Armstead or somebody like that. You know, again, you know, you've got guys that are number one picks that are going to have to probably step in and get the job done. But do, do you trust these guys? Do you trust Jackson? Do you trust Benogany? That's the big question mark. So you know, I think at it, it, those positions were somewhat thin. I mean, the wide receiver pre- position—if you lose Tyreek, um, you know, you're back to where you were pretty much last season you without know, you, Parker. Without Parker, but you have Cedric Wilson in his place, Mike. Right. So I think that's kind of a wash. Yep. Um, you know, but you're right back to square one there. So. You know, it's a situation where there's no team in the NFL is is over the top deep. So, you know, every team's in the same position. You lose a couple of key players, it, it affects your team incredibly. But um, you know, the linebacker position as far as I'm concerned is, you know, is is not overly deep. You know, you lose one of your you know, you you lose a guy like Baker or something like that. It it's definitely gonna be an issue. Mm-hmm. You know, with that being said, let's just hope we stay healthy. You know, and we execute. You know, execution is 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 so key. It just really is. I mean, you know, the offense has got to be productive. It's that simple. The defense has got to play the type of defense they played in the second half of last year. And, you know, you'll see you'll see wins. You'll see W's at the end of football games if they're able to do that you know, our shortcomings last year, when you look back and, you know, we did the shows, Mike, after, you know, week in and week out, it was a lack of execution for the most part on the offensive side. Just yep. a few few plays. All we yep. needed was a few plays yep. to go one way or the other, especially in losses to Jacksonville and um, Indianapolis and, you know, teams like that. I mean, we we, we would just, we were just a play or two away from turning those losses in the wins, and it just didn't happen. And that's what's so frustrating.
1: Well, those are the plays that make the difference, really. And yeah. when you make those plays, you're in the playoffs, as you said.
0: Yep. So, I mean, you know, as long as they turn it around, and they're going to have to to a bigger degree because of the, you know, the strength of the schedule, the strength of the teams we're going against this year, um, they're going to have to play at a much higher level.
1: Yeah, there are not a lot of pushovers on the schedule. It's, not at all. Uh, it's a not tough schedule.
0: It, it truly is.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, even the Vikings, they're tough, and nobody's talking about them as being a tough team. The but Jets will the be team. improved. The yep. Jets
0: are going to be improved with all their additions. We think. I mean, you, know, yep. you would think, right? You know, yep. So, yeah. Yep. You agree,
2: Daniel? Yeah, I do. And every one of these teams are talking about the same thing right now. Execution. 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 Because when all else is said and done, it doesn't matter. Uh, somebody can be shorthanded. We could lose a baker. You know what I mean. And as long as the execution is to where the coaches are teaching it to be, you know, saying that they're good teachers, then then you can still earn Ws on the road, at home, wherever it is. Um, so I, I agree with all of those things uh, that. You know, we also we definitely need to stay healthy to have a shot to win this whole thing, to be able to make the playoffs. But uh, and and these other teams that we're talking about right now—the Minnesota's, the New York Jets, the Houston Texans—these teams should have uh, improved as well. It's all going to come down to, to like you said, Lou, execution.
0: The word of the day is execution.
1: Fire squad. You know what? You know what McKay said. He's all for it. Who? The old Tampa <laughs> Bay coach, when he was asked John about McKay? his team's, yeah, his team's execution, he said, "Execution. I'm
0: all for it." <laughs> all for it. Yep. <laughs> that was a great line. What a-
1: one of the great quotes. I mean, there were so many, but it now a- it's that's up there.
0: He was fantastic.
1: Yeah, Fun- funny, funny, funny.
0: We know who they were.
1: That, they're not who we thought they
0: were. They're not – is that what he said? <laughs> yes. Dennis Green. No, they even.
2: are who we thought they were. That's what you I thought he said. Yes, want to crown them? Yes. Crown yeah. them. They're They're them. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I was, was going to say before we got deep into that last part of the conversation, uh, it's going to be awesome to watch our Legion of Zoom on the offensive side of the ball. Um, you know, giving our receivers a nickname, where would that come from? The, what le- the you- Legion of Legion Zoom, Legion of baby. Zoom? Yeah. Daniel, yeah. Daniel. We're going to be the fastest team, fastest offense in the league, aren't we?
0: Daniel, Daniel.
2: Come on with it.
0: Premature.
2: No, they're fast.
0: They're, they're fast, but come on. They're, putting, they're fast. Putting putting a nickname on an offense that hasn't hit the field for one play yet. That's a legion of I'm not nanotons. saying I'm not Dan-
2: saying they're going to be the, you know, you're the best of offensive in the league, but they're <laughs> definitely going to be fast. Daniel, you're out of control. Well, you just, uh, some of the other people who are listening right now wrote that down as soon <laughs> they as they really? heard me say it. Yeah, absolutely. If they're sitting. Oh,
0: oh, oh, you're, you're assuming they wrote it down.
2: Hey, everybody out there, write that down. Yeah. See, now they're going to write it down and we're good. Yeah. Let's so, just
0: hope they're not driving in their cars and listening and trying to write down that.
2: Note to self. Daniel. Alexa, Siri, whatever you're listening to, take a note. The Legion of Zoom is coming uh, and it's going to be awesome to see because we're going to be able to take advantage of some things we haven't been able to take advantage of. Okay. I've saved your note. Oh, no, there you go. Mercy. My Lord uh, have mercy. My personal home assistant just took a note. I don't know if anybody heard that in the background. My fault. I did hear that. <laughs>
0: I heard something in the background, Daniel.
2: Did you want to touch real fast on this controversy with the uh, the social media putting out that uh, the video with Tua underthrowing Tyree let me kill. tell you how much how much that deserves none none right <laughs> none how ridiculous is that um that's just everybody who already hates Tua and doesn't think he's gonna well you know piling on we
1: used to go out to practice lewis and i and we used to watch scrimmages in preseason and and let me tell you something there was some shoddy play because things don't work right yet they're practicing yeah. <laughs> they're trying to get the skill down and you know whether it's his timing with the receiver, or you know maybe he thought to throw to him at the last second. You don't know what you don't know what's going through their heads. You know because they're kind of swimming in the in the information that they're getting.
2: I'm fairly certain that that was either he was dropping it in a, in the zone, or that was a comeback route. And it I don't care what matter. nobody was, else it said. It
1: was a it was a crap throw. Let's blame it all on the quarterback, like everybody else is. And be done with it. It's a one play in practice. Who cares?
0: Is, is this a video? Are are we still talking about this video that yes. came out a couple weeks ago? Where yes. under yeah,
1: I was just
2: curious. We never talked about it. Yeah.
0: Right? Okay, I got it. Well, no,
1: it, it doesn't deserve to be talked about in all honesty. Because anybody that's going to get upset over that is just looking to be upset.
0: You guys get an opportunity. And the, anybody who's listening, if, if you get the opportunity, watch Real Sports on HBO with Brian Gumbel. There's a whole segment on uh, the Deshaun Watson situation, and um, it's quite interesting. I mean, I'm not going to go into major details about it, um, but the circumstances involved, so on and so forth. Ha- so forth. How Watson feels directly about the whole situation, his attorneys and everything, it, it's quite interesting. So, again, if you have the opportunity, it's Real Sports on HBO. It's this week's um, show. And it, it gives you a, a a little bit of a twist on, you know, what went down with everything. So, um, well, is there anything
1: dolphin related on that?
2: I was going to no, say, that was a quick U-turn.
0: There's nothing, there's nothing dolphin related whatsoever, other than the fact that we were pursuing him, you know, okay. obviously. So, right. you know, and if you look at, you know, the, the situation as it is right now, you know, you may look at it, you know, from a different point of view. You know, once you once you watch the segment in regard to you know the negativity that would have came here, number one and number two, the fact that a lot of people just didn't want him here because of the whole situation. Right. You know, it is what it is.
2: Anything else you guys want to talk about today? I don't think so. I'm good. Get out in a good time today. Let the uh, let the listeners have a nice quick episode so they can go. Uh, <laughs> write down and draw pictures and get their memes ready for the legion of zoom
0: <laughs> daniel you don't have a comedy routine to end the show with this week
2: No, nah, i've got some time to put in here on my legion of zoom meme making skills so oh
0: yeah, yeah 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 you know what i want you to do i want you to like create what they call an edit like put all the new players on this you know on this thing post it on the facebook page with Tyreek Hill and Tua and all the guys, and uh, then put in big letters "Legion of Zoom." On that sounds like it, you know? way too much work. And put it on the put it on the Facebook page for everybody to see, and maybe it'll catch on.
2: Anybody has time to make one of those edits, reach out to me at DanimalAF on Twitter.
0: Daniel, I, I doubt it'll catch on, but you know you can try.
1: That's I wouldn't I bank say. on it catching on. You guys <laughs> it crazy. sounds too much like Legion of Boom.
0: It's a play. It's a, it's play, a play on words. It's, called, it's a play on words. You guys are words. crazy. Premature. The second word of the day is premature. Execution. <laughs> now, that was the first word of the day. Second word of the day. Well, I'm executing. Is, all right, gentlemen. Premature. All right, Michael. <laughs> Thanks see, for
1: joining me this afternoon.
0: See you next week.
1: And we'll be back next week.
0: Fins, Fins up. up, everybody. Fins up, Dolphins. Podcast Network.